Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Greetings and welcome to the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is episode two, friends. Wow, what a journey. You know, it seems like only last week we were starting with episode one. Ah, good times. (laughs) We are starting with episode (laughs) That was last week, yes. We've gone a long ways, right, Burger? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't here, was I? I think so. Maybe listen to our podcast. You'll find out. (laughs) Anyway, guys, this is what happens when you give Mixer Partners a microphone in an audience. I'm Sky Roby, one of the hosts of this podcast. With me to help deliver some shenanigans are my good friends Attack Burger and Shaka Panda. Fellas, how are you? Not too bad. Not well, too bad. Well. Perfect. Well, it's good to hear from you guys. Have y'all had a pretty good week? Yeah, man. It's been a good time. Lots of fun. Uh, kicking ass, taking names, really busy, fun stuff, man. Uh, I've just been doing stuff and things, and hopefully some things are good. Yeah. Yeah. Work's been really busy this week. Um, I've I felt really good this week. I think, you know, the everybody I've talked to this week has been in a good mood and a good, a good time. So. Let's just talk about some stuff and let's get this going. Uh, before we want to start, I want to give a quick shout out to our music person. Um, we have a friend that has graciously allowed us to use his music. Fish Hands, thank you so much for letting us use your music. You can find him on Spotify at Fish Hands or on Twitter at Fish Hands Music. Uh, we really appreciate him letting us use his music for this podcast. I love his like whole like begin that guitar solo we got that intro. It just feels so awesome, dude. Yeah, it sounds good. I really I listened to it last week and really really enjoyed a lot of the a lot of the music stuff in there. It was really solid. Yeah, yeah. he's a he's a pretty chill person. He he just likes kind of making music on his own little mixer. He has a little PC awesome. set up with guitar. He taught himself how to play guitar through um, Guitar Smith. Dang, homie. Yeah. yeah, you know we've got resources these days. You can pretty much point yourself towards something you want to learn, and if you're diligent and hardworking, you can get there. You don't need any help. A hundred percent. And he's really good it's at kind it. Of awesome. He's really good at making up lyrics and all that good stuff. So right on. So, guys, this week, I've just felt just kind of reinvigorated um, with all the good news going on. I, I just feel kind of good. Um, like as a streamer, you hear news, you hear happenings. Does that stuff just ever make you happy and want to spark your drive? Oh, yes, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I tend to be a little bit more sort of internal focused than external focused. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, if things are going smoothly or some exciting new developments on the platform, things like that, you know, it definitely fires me up. I'm definitely practically vibrating with excitement after what was announced at the time of this recording yesterday. Oh, dude, same, man. I read an announcement. I was like, okay, I think we're now set for a while. We are good. Hmm. Let's kick some more ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into all of that soon. But uh, yeah, it's exciting times. Yeah, 100%. I just felt, you know, hearing from everybody's success yesterday and hearing all these news and and the things I got really excited, you know, and I was mm-hmm. 
let's do this. Let's let's do some good stuff and let's create some good stuff. So there's time to talk about this week. Let's go ahead and just get right into it. The first segment of the week, every week we're going to take a look at the news that's going in our gaming world. So now it's time for some Arcade Raiders news with Attack Burger. All right, Attack Burger, what do you have for us? Oh, we got some stuff in the news this week, guys. First, some actual AR news. That's right. Arcade Raiders are back. Do an extra life, guys. Uh, that's right. August 17th and 18th, you'll be seeing, well, us three guys, and also Tim if he shows up. So that would be pretty sweet. Uh, no set schedule on that yet, so uh, stay tuned next week for the whole schedule. You'll know a little more what's going on. Very and excited. We're streaming that on Mixer, correct? Yeah. On uh, DLive, of course. <laughs> oh, totally D live, man. <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna completely switch sounds here. Like, surprise, AR's now on uh D live, and we went to a few other sites like Caffeine. Might as well. <laughs> Caffeine, the leader of I don't know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'm just kidding. There's probably some good people on Caffeine. But uh, let's go to the next story. Uh guys, the Pokemon Go championships taking place August 16th, and usually there's three main tournaments you got your basic card game i assume most of you guys played that one right yeah yeah i played pokemon a long time pokemon ago go card game wait what Pokemon card game pokemon card game you guys played that one oh TCS. yeah 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 sorry sorry, sorry. I thought, yeah, cards. Okay. yeah then you got the pokey ekin tournament which is the pokemon fighting game i'm not sure versus that one and then we got sun and moon i guess for another year i mean no love for let's go pikachu <laughs> Um, so, however, the Pokemon company wants you not to forget about one, one game they made. That's right, Pokemon Go championships are going to be a thing. I'm, oh I'm, 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 yes, I'm waiting for those oh no's, why, God, why? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why, but... So, they're revealing this, this week that um, it's going to be a PvP tournament. They already pre-selected a few folks to join this tournament and one walk-on from who's actually attending this event. I'm I'm preparing to hear all your cryings and oh no's. And where's my invite? I'm I'm <laughs> team instinct. The hell? No love for us? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that that game is still going considering how like not like Pokemon it is. <laughs> you know, like I, I can remember when it first came out, I, I enjoyed it as an excuse to wander around and get some exercise. But like I very quickly realized that this is. Totally not scratching any Pokemon itch whatsoever. That like the battles aren't the way that they want them. I want them to be. You can't even battle your friends when you first got started. The only way you could do it is at the at the Pokest or not the Pokestops, the the gyms. And even then, it's basically just like you know, just tapping your screen a whole bunch really fast. You know, it's just like how is this still a thing? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, there was a big update like I think like a last year to add in team bat like team battle our people, which is nice, but still, it's still tapping your phone. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like, yes, they're adding new things in. You've got multiplayer and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, the actual, like, minute-to-minute experience of the game is still super basic and totally does not scratch anything close to a Pokemon itch. I mean, the entire purpose of Pokemon is that rock-paper-scissors game of, well, this is good against these kind of Pokemon, and these Pokemon are good against these kind of Pokemon, but they're weak against those. And, and having to manage all of that and switch out your Pokemon, like, that's what Pokemon is. That's why we haven't seen a Pokemon, like, main you know, big 3D game where it's like an action adventure game, like, you know, something like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever, but you're playing as a Pokemon trainer and you can take over the Pokemon and, and fight in battles in this big 3D. I mean, like the reason why we're never going to see anything like that is the entire purpose of Pokemon, the entire deal, the, the gimmick of it at its core is that rock, paper, scissors combat. And it's so strange that Pokemon Go is like, we're not going to even do that. 
meh. It's like what? Yeah, it, it's definitely um, like you said. It's it's I st- we started it. It was great. We mm-hmm. played for like two weeks straight. Oh, we see the exercise pitches from Same, this. My yeah, son yeah. was probably ten at the time, so it was really cool to have that. You know, he would walk around with our phones, and we do from time to time. Every now and then, his buddies will get together and say, "Hey, let's go to the local university and walk around." But I, I just don't, I don't understand the whole PvP thing here. Um, yeah, I'm not quite either. sure about the whole tournament. I mean, it obviously sounds fun. Like, I'm sure that's going to be a really good time getting all these people together and running around and doing this tournament. Uh, it looks like it's going to be the world championships for Pokemon or in Washington, D.C., but this one's going to take place all over the world. Nice. Well, I mean, the community side uh, of Pokemon Go has always been like the shining achievement of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this Pokemon Go tournament is going to be taking place in D.C. as well, along the other tournaments. So... I mean, there's real on one stage, right? There's two guys on their phone. It's like, and we got Sunday Moon on this side. Holy crap, what's these? Look, these tight moves right here. And then they got two guys on their phones tapping slowly with the fedoras on. I'm assuming they're wearing fedoras at this point because, you know, you might as well. <laughs> Let me imagine these two guys. We got Lord Waifu versus Neckbeard Almighty. I'm sorry. It could possibly be the, the, the worst esports experience just standing there and watching them, you know? I'd rather watch Hearthstone, but that's me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Let's get to that story. So, with QuakeCon ending last week, we got some, like, big Doom news. They're bringing back Doom 1, Doom 2, and Doom 3 to our modern systems, which is cool. Have you guys played Doom yet? I have not. The, the original Doom? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes definitely. Well, like the original yeah, Doom. On, yeah. on a PC yeah, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. On the floppy disks that you got, you know, like... The, the floppy disks. floppy disk. <laughs> The shareware oh, version, y'all didn't have a the thousand shareware floppy oh, disk, man, right? With the phone, call. you got to make the phone call, and yep, <laughs> yeah, OG man, me. classic yeah. id soft, yeah. And I was always that kid that couldn't afford the full software, so I could only play like the first level, so I just play the first <laughs> level over Damn. and over and over again, dude. That's yeah. how it was back in the day on, on gaming on PCs, especially as a kid. Like, you would get access to, I remember getting these discs that just had like a, a huge amount of demos. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, and like there would, there would be a couple you would map out that I would really like, and I would just play them over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Duke Nukem. Oh, Duke Nukem. Yeah. yeah. That was one. Dude. Yeah. Commander so what about Keen. Doom? So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's coming Doom. to where? What? Uh, I'm, I'm panicking. But there was one that slipped under our radar, but Peggy, the rating system in Europe, actually picked it up. They're bringing over Doom 64. To PC and PS4, they got a rating on Peggy, so that means but we why? Pos- why we could be seeing the greatest Doom of all time, my first Doom, Doom 64, coming to a new console. We haven't seen a port for this game ever. This is our first. Is time there any this- difference on Doom 64 to the original Doom? I thought it was just a port of the original Doom to the 60 to the N64. It's a, it's more challenging. It's a little bit different overall. Oh, Art cool. Different. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um. We haven't. This game has been released in 1997, so you guys get a little like backstory here. And we haven't seen a port since. No ports whatsoever. I'm kind of excited for this. This is the first Doom I'm actually excited for. It's like, okay, I feel my eight-year-old burger inside of me. Well, take that as it will. (laughs) Please take that as it will. I'm innocent here. (laughs) The burger juice inside is bubbling. (laughs) I'm. I'm. I'm, This is like my first like shooter, which I got into. Like I wasn't a big like. Double seven guy. I was a big like Doom guy back in the day. Yeah, little Doom guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, really, I, I ever play to... Doom sixty four. I was all in on on uh, Goldeneye. All in. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, your parents loved you. 
<laughs> yes, they did. Nice. Yeah, I was uh, I was telling my son the other day, um, I was showing him Doom, and he was like, what is this garbage? And I was like, mm-hmm. every person that likes first-person shooters should play Doom Classic mm-hmm. just to see where it all came from. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, this well, should be part of everybody's collection. Do you feel I the same ex- way about Wolfenstein 3D? Oh, yeah. I mean, Wolfenstein 3D, it's another one. You know, all those, you know, Doom, Wolfenstein yeah. 3D, um, even Duke Nukem. You know, that was another classic. Um, so I'm trying to convince my son that these classics are still good. They're still funny. They're still silly. They're not as flashy, of course. Uh, but this is where everything started. And I try to show him these old games. So I was really excited when they came up on the Switch. Was it last week? I believe. Yeah. So Doom Classic 2 and 3 showed up on the Switch um, after QuakeCon. So he was kind of excited and kind of curious to see what's going on with the whole Doom idea. Nice. You know, I think that something that you can do if uh, people are struggling to appreciate Doom in the modern age, that uh, one of the best things you can do is look up a little a little bit of how the game came together, the tech behind it, because the game's not actually 3D. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. like it's 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 all just smoke and mirrors to make it feel 3D, even though it's it looks and me? everybody thought that it was 3D. It's fascinating to find out how they actually did all that stuff. I thought it was 3D. Why would you lie to me, Shaka? <laughs> I'm not lying to you. This, I, I can't quite remember off the top of my head. I'm trying to look it up as we talk what the particular style of rendering was. But it's a, it's a very special way of doing things that essentially, essentially tricks us into thinking that it looks 3D. But it's not quite actually that way. It's a fascinating, fascinating, fascinating uh, thing to look up. And um, I'm sorry, I can't find, conjure to my memory, from my memory, the uh, the name of the particular you know, particular like technology um, that it innovated for that particular game, but it's crazy. You know, it, it essentially, the game essentially is just a giant flat image that is then interpreted, interpreted um, by the engine and then displayed in a way that occurs as 3d, but it's completely not 3d. It's fascinating. And, yeah, and, and watching, cool. watching information about how that came together. And there's lots of great videos on YouTube about it. Uh, just like type in, you know, doom one tech or doom one, engine or something and you'll find just a laundry list of stuff and there's lots of interesting videos about it and i think going into the original game with that in mind actually makes it feel 10 times more fascinating because you kind of you've kind of looked under the hood a little bit and appreciate what it did and what it began without actually starting the 3d game like the original 3d game really uh in at least from id was actually quake that was the first actually 3d like with models and like actually a 3d game you know, until then, they were faking it with this incredibly brilliant engine of theirs, uh, you know, with with uh, Wolfenstein and then eventually Doom. Yeah, it's pretty wild. OK, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I never knew about that. I mean, something I'm, yeah, I'm kind of taking a note here of to go check out those videos and see about how it's mm-hmm. made. That's that's neat to know that video yes. game history. And if one of us it was called, please post it somewhere we can find it, because I'm kind of curious who it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, let's see my next story, guys. Um. So the secret is out there. Guys, the secret to being an epic gamer and an epic streamer is out there. Oh, we're going to talk about him again, but we're talking about the first time. Guys, Ninja is writing a book. Writing cool. a book. Writing a book. The book is entitled Get Good, The Ultimate Guide to Gaming. The giant how-to book of topics like building a perfect game PC, a game PC, uh, practicing our purpose, developing strategies, improving your gamer sense, whatever the hell that is, like a spider sense. Um, 
pull together the right team, uh, stream with skill, and form a community on Twitch. <laughs> Jokes! Uh, and much more. Um, the whole I thought the whole thing would be a pop-up book at one point, but it does look a good read. Have you checked it out yet? I have not, but it sounds interesting. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get into that, just because I... Um, I mean, I'd be curious about his perspective on building a community on Twitch. Um, but other than that, I'm not really a competitive gamer. You know, I... I I like to think that I'm competent um, at most things and you could kind of sit me down and put me, could put controller, keyboard, mouse, whatever, what have you in my hands. And, you know, in a re reasonable amount of time, I'll be competent at the game, you know, you know, competent to good. Uh, but, you know, I don't I don't like I don't buy into the idea of treating a video game like a skill that you need to grind out like you are preparing for the Olympics, because what that requires you to do is play one game. Over and over and over and over and over and go super duper deep. And video gaming to me, I don't know about you guys, video gaming to me is recreation, you know, and I don't necessarily, it doesn't even necessarily have to be escapism. Sometimes it's challenging recreation, but it's still recreation. And there's so much to see and so much to do and so much to experience and, and, and just there's so much to gaming and it's such a drag to start to treat gaming like, you know, like a sport. To, to me, to me, me personally, it's lovely that esports is flourishing. It's great for the industry. It, it's an influx of money for us and it makes everything more legitimate. And, and it just it actually is very helpful for anybody that's in any part of the industry whatsoever, even if you don't happen to patronize esports. But at the end of the day, you know, to be actually into esports and all the things that he's talking about there, because that's all very real stuff. I mean, it's it's just it's a, they call it Cyber Athlete League for a reason. It yeah. is absolutely you know, it requires, you know, I had a friend, for example, I had a friend who and he was doing CSGO. He had a team. They would meet like several nights a week for like three hours and they would run plays like they would literally be like, OK, we're going to go to, you know, to go to a, you know, bomb site A. And this person's supposed to peel off around here and throw a flashbang over that wall. This person's supposed to run up around here. Then we're, we're going in like this sort of triangular shape. And I mean, like they would run plays and. Like, that's cool. And it's it's cool in like a, whoa, that's neat. That's intense sort of perspective. But are, are we allowed to cuss on this podcast? <laughs> sure. but fuck that as a recreational. <laughs> like, get out of here with that shit. Come on, man. I don't want to play the same dumb game five hours a day, four days a week with the same people, not even playing the game, just practicing for me. Like, get out of here. Come on. This is yeah. freaking recreation. Son of a bitch. So, like, but that again, that's totally my personal like what gaming means to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so like a book about esports is about as interesting as a book about soccer or football or whatever. Like, I, I don't care. Um, but I'd be very interested to read that like one piece at the end that you mentioned <laughs> about building a Twitch community, because even just to hear his inside perspective on how he came up over there would be totally fascinating. Yeah, it would be totally fascinating to see because there's always like little nuggets in someone's come up because it's this is such the Wild West still content creation. You know, like this is probably one of, if not the only book that's actually by somebody who is a is a massive worldwide success at content creation in the modern age. This new media stuff that we started 15 or so years ago. Um, it's it's wild. It's wild. And so it's I often find myself feeling like I'm kind of wandering through the forest with a machete chopping my way through shit. I don't know how to do yet. And so it's kind of amazing to have a book like that to come out from somebody who really is on the other side of like he's at the he's at the top he's the number one streamer in the world you know he's, yeah. he's number one and he's the face of video gaming in 2019 so 
it's pretty amazing to get his perspective on things. And, you know, but real talk, it's kind of bummer that like only one tiny piece of the book is going to be about that part. And the rest of it is about how to get good. Cause like, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, ex- I'm curious to see what he says. And I'm, I'm curious to see how much is actually his own words. You know, yeah, if, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd assume there'd be probably some ghost writing going on there, you know? Um, probably, but we'll yeah. see. But my thing There's is been a lot of news about how overworked he is. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's at least some support. Yeah. For putting yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably yeah. not like streaming for 12 hours a day, seven, six, seven days a week, whatever it is. And then also, oh, by the way, spending a few hours a day writing his book. Like, yeah. no fucking way. What, what like are my said, questions I, is, how, I you know, assuming book. there's a formula for everything. There's really not. You know, I, I feel not, like no. there's not a formula for everything we do. And, and to say, hey, this is how you're going to get good. People are going to assume that that's the formula. And. It really isn't, you know what I mean? Because well, there's no such thing as a recipe for success luck. What was that? Oh, I, mean, uh, I was. I, I said, sorry. Go ahead, Burger. It's all smart choices and dumb luck at some point. It's like you got married too. Like he made the greatest choices of all time. He played for it at the right time, and so on and so forth. And he's there. And now some oh, guys like write a book about him. Yeah, look, yeah, but you know, but I'm, I'm trying to get the whole like idiot's perspective of this stuff, you know, <laughs> like oh hey, okay. okay. I mean, I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like in this realm that. So there's very few things that are actually like binary, good, bad, right, wrong, as far as pra- best practices. You know, there's definitely some stuff like don't call out lurkers, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like there's some very basic, broad, pretty much never a good idea stuff. But as far as like what will get you where you want to be, the, it's it's just a giant unending parade of wise or unwise. That's it. And it's very difficult to know what the right choice is because there's not any sort of establishment you can't submit yourself to the process or join a training program or go to school for or whatever you know this is this is pure entrepreneurship at its core and innovative at that and um and so it's, it should be interesting to see what he has to say about that experience and please stay tuned to your logo burns nola for shaka's book be okay don't make god to gaming and streaming <laughs> 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 I'm excited. I'd, I'd read Shaka's book. I know that for oh, sure. Oh, same, same. Thank you. <laughs> what is the book drop, Shaka? Uh, honestly, I wouldn't put it past myself in you know five, ten years time. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> that might sound self-important, but I and I I, I love the stuff. And if someone gave me the chance to write about it, I'd fucking take it, man. I love yeah. talking about this stuff. It's my favorite subject. Sure, I mean, I'm a gamer sure. through and through. And business, if you look at it from a right perspective, is just a big game, except the rewards actually affect the rest of your life instead of your achievement score. And so it's kind of a bunch of fun if you look at it through that lens, you know, like, hey, I'm going to tweak these variables and then I'm going to watch my metrics and see what happens. And, you know, I actually absolutely have very real win conditions. I'm just going to look at, you know, how engaged my community is, you know, what my stats are, you know, all that stuff. And it's it's just a giant game. And I'm a gamer and it's the best game there is. I will say that loud and proud. Business is the best game there is. The end. And so I just love that stuff. I'm, you know, give me any chance to talk about it obviously <laughs> i'll talk about it just please call your book be okay or get okay i guess <laughs> oh, i'm sure that it would be something super on brand like that <laughs> gotcha it's cool to be you from shaka panda all right it's okay yeah you're okay too yeah <laughs> uh should we move on the game releases guys because i feel like we need to talk about that a little bit so we got three games, kind of this, three games we got age of wonders plan fall Coming out, we got Sword Art Online, Fatal Bolt, Complete Edition for the Switch, and finally the game we for for 15 years, Metal Wolf Chaos XD. 
Have you guys heard about Metal Chaos? So this game is from is from From Software. That's right, the same who mm-hmm. made Dark Souls. A game where you play the president of the United States of America in a giant mech suit. Is this is this real? Is this real? This is a what? real game. Watch the cutscenes. I just watch the cutscenes. What's, what's it called again? <laughs> Metal awesome. Wolf Chaos. Oh my god, it's real. Metal Wolf Chaos. It's real. Yeah. It is, it, oh it's my real. god, it's real. Oh, it's oh it's an Xbox game. Like an X like original Xbox yeah. game. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so this is this is this is an Xbox like Xbox classic release. I thought that this was a new release. My bad. Oh no, this is gonna be a new release because it's now coming to America. It was originally only in Japan. So this is what okay. they thought the American president should be. And I agree, because the American president should be in a giant mech. So that's why I'm putting my <laughs> ticket in this here, guys. Burger 2020. I want to be in a giant mech suit. Giant mech suit. Oh my gosh. Listen, I-, I love how they made like a you're the president of America giant mech suit and it never came to america <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes like oh and japan you're, and your and your rival in the game is the vice president so fantastic i mean the game writes itself at some point and has brilliant like brilliant voice acting which dear god is like i must do it because i am the president of these united states of america I was gonna say, I highly doubt that it's got brilliant voice acting. Dude, yeah. I have all played with voice acting. Cheesy. All your states are belong to me. America. Well, there was a shark gun in this game, so I was looking at some of the weapons: machine guns, rocket launchers, and a oh, shark awesome. gun. Yes. Yeah. Does that mean that you sh- it, it shoots sharks, or uh, like, or does it like shoot like teeth or something? I yeah, I guess so. Inquiry minds want to know. Um, to defeat any foes that impede on the spirit of American patriotism. Yeah. Clearly, this is the game I'm playing on the 4th of July next year. Clearly. <laughs> oh, this is the game I'm playing every day, because every day is going to be America Day. This is fantastic. America! <laughs> oh, dude, yes, I've been waiting for this game for so long. So, thank you, Devolver, for finally releasing it. Oh, Devolver Digital? Oh, my God, of course oh, it's Devolver Digital. Love yeah. those oh, guys. Yeah. Oh, Brilliant, so guys. And guys, I want something special this week. We got some free stuff. We're calling it the segment free stuff because who doesn't love free? Uh, I love so free. It's me, and I'll take three. Yeah. Take, oh, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> Epic Store this week, guys. We got For Honor and Alan Wake currently for free. So if you haven't played those two yet, get your hands on those ones. Nice. We've got Xbox Games with Gold. You get a chance at Gears of War 4 and Torchlight. And if you have PlayStation Plus, you get Sniper Elite 4 and Wipeout Omega Collection. I'm so into that. I'm going to be playing Wipeout on stream as soon as that comes out. I love those games. Dude, you I'm about Alan Wake. Wake. I've never played oh. it. I've seen so many people play it and so many people talk Dude, about Alan it. Alan Wake is amazing. Alan really? Wake is I so highly good. recommend Alan Wake. It's so good. Knock that one yeah. out. Dude, yeah, it's so it's, good. It's, and then if you have um, Alan Wake, you're definitely going to watch Wake American Nightmare afterwards. It's like a little bit more oh, lighthearted yeah. sort of 80s version. Um, uh, it's like I don't know if it's exactly the same story, but it very much uses the same mechanics and stuff. But it's it's uh, kind of inspired by that sort of you know fun sort of '80s vibe in comparison to the other one. That's like probably like what early 2000s sort of feel. Gotcha. I yeah, love it, dude. It's a great you love. Game. You like Twin Peaks? You love this game? Oh, I love Twin Peaks. Oh, y'all, facts. You're gonna love this game then, big oh, time. Twin Peaks yeah. was awesome. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching it as a kid and just being so fascinated with it. And everybody looked at me like a crazy weird child, but it was such a good show. I I would love to sit down and have you explain to me why it's a good show because I've tried several times to watch that show and I always burn out because it's too because what ends up happening is it's like okay this is just weird for weird's sake 
there isn't actually any value or reason for it to be as strange as it is other than look how strange I am. And that novelty is just that novelty, at least to me. I know that a lot of people feels differently and I know that it's kind of a film geeks favorite sort of thing. So like I'm confident I'm just missing something, but from where I was sitting, it's like, okay, so we're just, we're just going to be really weird. That's the plan. All right. Thanks. (laughs) Fun (laughs) fact is that, when I when I first when I watched that I was younger and then I watched it a few years ago. We went to Seattle and directly east of Seattle is a place called Snoqualmie Falls. Mm-hmm. That opening scene in Twin Peaks where it shows that waterfall, sure. that's Snoqualmie Falls. So when nice. we went there, I started playing the music in the car, and my wife was like, "What are you doing? What is going on here?" And I was playing <laughs> a theme song in the background as we're going to look at Snoqualmie Falls. So that's I don't know. I'm just nerdy. I just step and watch this. Step I play like. Paramore, because I always want to feel like I'm in Twilight. You know, same effect. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be it for the new releases and news, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll be back to the news desk next week. Take care. All right, friends, moving on. This segment of the show is where we take a letter from a gamer out there and discuss the topic that they are requesting. Uh, well, we, we kind of hopefully answer that question, I guess. Um, we kind of Take the question, think about it very quickly, and then we discuss it. So let's continue on that one. This letter came from Electronic Mail from Yolo Swaglet Twenty Three. It's a great name. Great name. Fantastic. That's awesome. So his mom. Great. <laughs> Yo, Arcade Raiders. I caught the dope. episode one last week. Super dope. Keep up the good work. Hey, man. Thanks a ton for that. We appreciate it. This week was the trip. Ninja pledged his loyalty to Mixer. I, for one, am stoked. It'd be straight litty if we got your reactions and feedback on this news. Hashtag Ninja is God tier. Later skaters. Litty. Litty. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Litty. Are, right? Litty? Isn't that but what they're using? I think it's just lit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 I get lost with the words and the stuff. So, so the big news this week on Thursday was that Ninja is moving to Mixer. Um, he Today was his first stream. This uh-huh. is Friday. We're recording this episode on. So today was his first stream. I think he was still going the last time I looked. So let's talk 80, about 80,000 something viewers. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 80,000 something viewers. Mm-hmm. So Shaka, let's get your, your feedback on this. Let's see what you think. I have a lot to say about this. Do you guys sure you guys don't want to go first? <laughs> okay, no, no, I'll go, I'll go first. I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, I don't mind talking about this. I, I thought about it for a while and kind of put it over my head. I personally welcome the Mixer. I think it's great as a whole for the platform. I think it's great as a whole for streaming. Um, today was his first stream, and just in a few minutes, he had 67,000 views. That's 67,000 views. I don't know how many of those are absolutely new to Mixer. It could have been 65,000 of those people were absolutely new to Mixer. So I think it's true or not, but like people in my chat were saying something in the neighborhood of 300,000 new signups in the last, you know, in like 24 hours or so. Dang. That's a lot. Now, who knows if, I mean, it could just be total BS. You never know. It's nothing but hearsay that comes flying to our ears or through, through our eyes into our brains via chat. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you can really trust it or not. There's no real way to vet it in the middle of a stream or something, but, um, I believe it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It came from here, dude. It's true. You know, (laughs) well, well, honestly, this has put a spark, no pun intended on that word. Um, this has kind of put a spark in me. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. I'll be all weeks, folks. Comedy. 
Um, so I, I think it's it's put a spark in me um, to kind of make some more comment. And I, I, I've kind of seen it. At first, I was kind of confused. And I was like, what is going on? Is this really true? But then I saw it kind of as kind of a challenge accepted. Like this big dude is coming to Mixer and I feel like I have to step my game up a little bit, you know, being the little person that I am in my little corner of the, my little nook of Mixer. Um, but I spent 30 minutes in his channel yesterday. I just went to his channel and there was a, you know, three or 4,000 people in there. And I spent 30 minutes and I just started answering questions. I, I thought I felt like I was helping folks with Mixer Pro. You know, what is Mixer Pro? How do you get signed up for that? How do you sub? I even started talking to people how to change their avatars. And it was really oh. neat. It felt really good. Like I have all this knowledge of Mixer and it felt really good to show some new folks around. You know, I don't know the age of these people. I, I would assume they're a little bit younger and they just want that quick answer. So the teacher in me just kind of jumped in, was kind of guiding people. Um, yeah, but you know, I was pretty young. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. hundred percent. His demographic is extremely young. Um, yeah. And then, so I started looking at stuff, uh, you know, just kind of get them. I noticed there were a bunch of streamers that kind of jumped on that as well. Uh, BU, I'll give a special shout out to BU. She made oh, a video and put it on Twitter of how to change your avatar on the Mixer app. Nice. So it, like I said, awesome. it kind of put a spark into me. Um, the only concern I really have is with the increased traffic. What is that going to bring and how do we continue to maintain a positive environment? That was my biggest question is because, you know, he brings a little bit of silliness and that's the nice positive way to put it for me. Um, so, and then on top of that, Mixer announced a few weeks ago, they're going to try to help curb trolls and make it a safe place. So I think that's really cool that they're going to step in and allow that stuff to happen, you know, to, to kind of curb some things and help out, make it a safe place and allow reporting and stuff to go on. And my whole thought is, Hey, bring it. Let's make this place a great place. See, and my whole thought was, this is our dude. Like, I'm not too worried about him being here. I'm happy he's here. I am seriously happy. That's great. That's more eyes on Mixer. That's more eyes on our site. And as as partners, as streamers, we got to set the example too. Like, we got to be like, you know, hey, don't do that on Mixer. You might get banned. Hey, come on. Don't be that way. I went for the worst troll experience of my life in like two months ago where I had one guy constantly accounts. And we're just trying to Get him off there. You know, calm down. Nope. Kept throwing me away. And I hope that this actually helps improve our uh, standards and, like, practices of all this stuff, you know? Like, I don't want, this, you know, these kids to keep going on, all these little trolls to keep going on, and so on and so forth. As Ninja stands, let him be on Mixer, dude. He's another guy. He's another guy just like me, you, everyone else. He puts his pants on one leg at a time, and probably with million dollars around his waist as well. But... I just see all this backlash against one guy switching like switching like streaming services. Have you guys seen that stuff on Twitter? I have to admit it's it's been a little bit disappointing to see so many people in Mixer, which in the Mixer community, which is you know generally considered one of the more positive streaming communities on the internet, uh, just absolutely devolve into just you know a bunch of just afraid, freaked out, bitching and moaning. It's uh, it was I was bummed honestly that our community received that so poorly um you know there was a lot of people that were really friendly and positive about it and any of the you know this this may not be the nicest thing to say but you know any of the people that i respect um that would i would consider a professional peer or potential mentor um they had their head on straight and were not being idiots about it but a huge amount of the smaller up-and-coming streamers that are still i think figuring out how to navigate the world of streaming um, they are in this big scarcity, fear, zero sum game headspace. That's just not how streaming works. It's just at all. 
And, and it just, it's a, it, it demonstrates a fundamental misunderstanding of how this business works. Um, mm-hmm. And, and is a, is a, it's just, yeah, it's a bummer. You're right. You're right. It's, it was kind of crappy to see how they were acting that way. Yeah. I welcome it. You know, again, I, I think it's great. Yeah. We all I, welcome I them. Cause... Cool. I mean, I, Ninja, if you're listening, I'd welcome you. I'll play Fortnite with you. No, I'll let's hang out, man. Let's play some Halo. Um, I, I, I did hear another streamer. Uh, I won't mention his name, but he, he commented on how amazing this is. And he's a big Twitch streamer. He said, this is amazing guys. This is creating competition. You know, this is the tap man. Yeah. I always, if he said that, that's yeah. awesome. You know, that yeah, Tim is the one that said that. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, perfect. Almost, ex- almost exact words. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's better neat. Tim. <laughs> another Tim. <laughs> better Tim. <laughs> better Tim. <laughs> the tatted Tim. <laughs> the good Tim. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so creating that, you know, and the the only other question I had was, who's next? Like, this is exciting, yeah, and this man. has encouraged me to want to be better and want to be a positive person on Mixer and talk to people on Mixer and show and coach. You know, hey, you know, mm-hmm. here's how you talk to people, and here's here's nice things you say, and help everybody, and let's make this place really, really cool, and you know, let's kick some ass. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more people coming over there, more expats coming in yeah. um, from Twitch. Um, Who would you like so, to see? Yeah. Hmm? Who would you like to see from Twitch? Jump over. Honestly, I have absolutely no idea because I don't follow. Never have. Um, uh-huh. I, I legitimately have no idea who almost anybody is on from like three people that are the most ginormous people that they end up, you know, flowing through my, you know, news cycle. Um, but I, you know, and this is not me just being like, because Twitch is stupid. Nah. It's just like, man, I'm too busy to keep up with all that dumb shit. You know, like I, yeah. this is something I think a lot of people realize is that once they get deep enough into doing content creation, you don't have time to keep up with the stuff that got you into it in the first place. Um, because you are so busy making your own content that pretty soon you lose track of what's happening, um, you know, with a lot of things out there in the, the culture that, you know, kind of came up in as a fan. And then you transition to sort of the, the content creation side, even if it's recreational and not business. Um, you know, if you, you know, if you cross a certain threshold of taking it seriously, you pretty much run out of room in your life to pay attention to all the shenanigans elsewhere. Um, and, you know, I, I learned most of my news through my community and through my moderators because I'm busy and just can't be asked to freaking keep up with all that shit. Just not going to do it, especially especially like the nuanced little things when it comes to to, you know, all the different people. And, you know, I mean, real talk, I barely watch anybody's streams and it's not because I'm not interested. I, I, I would love to be able to do that, but I don't have any time. Yeah. You know, I mean, almost almost all of my days are 12 to 14 hour days um, and it's 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 scheduled and slammed back to back pretty much all the time. Um, so there's no real way for me to do that. Um, so I'm sorry. I don't have an answer. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> I think you said something there. Uh, Shock, you said something there that just hit me real quick was losing sight. You know, it, it, it's, it's easy to lose sight and get confused, but focus on what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like focus mm-hmm. on you, focus on what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, what's going on on, I mean, first of all, what's going on on a different platform entirely, let alone what's going on with a different streamer, let alone on another platform is completely irrelevant to me and doesn't really, it's not at all valuable for me to spend my time doing that. And I think it's a, it's a big, I don't want to pivot into what we all talk about on my podcast all the time, which is like the nitty, you know, content creation, geeky stuff. And so I have to try careful not to spiral <laughs> off into talking about that. Cause I always like to do that, but I mean, effectively you're going to cross a threshold at some point where keeping up with that shit is going to be keeping you from getting to the next level. And, you know, Ultimately, this is going to be kind of a, 
you know, I'm, this, this might be a controversial or unpopular thing to say, but like, really, if you are tuned into all of the drama about a bunch of other people and 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 being busy being a fan of a ton of different folks and all, like you you are you are you are preventing yourself from from accomplishing what is are likely your goals as a content creator, and I think that's something that a lot of people allow to get in the way is that they're still busy being a consumer instead of a producer. Um, and, uh, that, so that's a, that's a thing. Um, word up. Yeah. I'm making a special um, note to put a hand clap in there at that moment huh. to, to, to applaud that. <laughs> Very good for you. That's good. There you, know, you go. There you go. And, yeah. and it's good to hear that from other streamers though, because you know, we are our own person. We are our own producer, like you said, but it's also good every now and then to hear that coming from other streamers, you know, that, we're kind of all in that same idea, you know, and I have, I have some streamers that pull me back from time to time. They'll say, Hey, you're frustrated. I'm telling them, yeah, I'm frustrated with this. And they'll be like, dude, just don't worry about that. That's, that's outside your sphere of influence. Worry about your own stuff. This episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah, being having a clear picture of where you're sort of, I mean, if you want to imagine kind of like ever, ever expanding bubbles around you, if you, you know, there's a certain radius within which you have direct control over things. Yeah. And, you know, and then there's a, there's a, there's a much larger sphere of influence. And I think that we often overestimate our influence and at the same time, often underestimate our influence kind of for different things. Yeah, yeah, um, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, you're right. No, it's 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 uh it's it's not really worth you know all the energy it takes to be kept kept up on all that stuff. Um, yeah. it and it'll get in the way of you getting where you want to be if you have anything beyond just super casual sort of intentions. Um, so, so um, yeah, let me your, are you ready for you to download. <laughs> I take it, Shaka, you're not keeping up Kardashians. Don't waste you getting all that drama. I, who? What? Kardashians? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. that's um, I, I was looking at people that actually like inspired me to be a streamer, like. I've viewed like Cobalt Streak and goddamn like Whitwicks as like my influences back in the day when I was like watching Twitch. Like, man, I want to be those guys. I want to be those guys like sitting there playing the newest indie or like yeah, just like yeah, nice. messing around. I would love to see more more variety of streamers, more variety of streamers in general come over. I'm confident yeah. we're gonna get a lot of expats moving over. I do. I oh, think yeah. so. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, I think I think like here, here's my sort of big perspective on 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 Ninja. It's kind of it's about like three or fourfold. Um the the you know a if you want if you're looking for like a top big picture umbrella perspective it's good and if you think it's not good you're not paying attention or you don't understand sorry you know and um and the uh the reality is is that he above and beyond any other gaming personality like i said earlier when we were talking about him during and uh, we we're talking about his book he is the face of gaming in 2019 People that don't game know about him big time. I mean, the damn BBC reported on him moving to Mixer. Okay, like, wow. like it's not just like Kotaku. It's like it's like everybody. The dude's been on late night shows. The dude's been. I mean, he is a real, actual, like actual, real pop culture celebrity. And when he does something, especially something that's kind of a big upset like this, that brings with it drama and big reactions, 
that also is big clickbait opportunity. That also is going to be valuable to the people that are going to be looking for, for views on their sites. And so they're going to be talking about it. And so obviously when somebody like him does something like this, it brings a huge amount of awareness to that event. And because the event that we're talking about here happens to be him moving to Mixer that, you know, our biggest problem on Mixer long has been people don't really know about it. It's brand awareness was weak. I can remember a moment where I was driving through uh, Dutch Brothers, which is a coffee place out here in California. I'm sure they have it elsewhere, but you know, I know we might have international listeners, but it's a drive-through coffee spot. And uh, I went up to the window and the, the woman that was working there said, hey, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm in between streams you know she's like oh are you a streamer i'm like yeah yeah i'm a full-time streamer and she's like oh like twitch and i was like no i'm on i'm on mixer and she's like oh i think my boyfriend plays that game and i about wanted to die (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's just like son of a bitch you know and we were just talking about how much she loves her xbox and she's an xbox girl and you know all that shit it's just like dude it's like on one of your home tabs (laughs) ma'am like how do you not know what that is yeah yeah so so that has long been our primary a number one problem is brand awareness Mm -hmm. that ended at 1 30 p.m yesterday Mm -hmm. it's it's fucking over now that is not a thing people know what mixer is that right there is a big enough deal for this to be a completely dynamic sea change for this business um for the business of mixer but it doesn't end there it does not end there at all he also brings with him his own audience and a bunch of looky loos and people that are curious as well. And, you know, uh, you know, that that may or may not be the most or that may or may not be the, the least valuable piece of it, honestly, because I don't see myself having a ton of crossover with his demographic, really. I mean, personally. Um, but, you know, let's be real. The amount of people, the kind of com- the, the, the kind of amount of people that he sort of commands the attention of that many people there's no way that there's not going to be some sort of trickle down viewing essentially from him bringing them in and so not only are we going to get ton of attention and no and it's no longer an issue that people don't know what the hell mixer is in the first place that's not a problem anymore and then in addition to that he's bringing people over with him that are fans and whatnot and we'll get trickle down views from that but then above and beyond this because of what this is doing and will do to the platform people are starting to look at mixer right now as a strike while the iron's hot situation so we're going to get also just a deluge of new streamers that may or may not have anything to do with him at all but just because he created an opportunity and there will be a surge in viewership that's an opportunity for somebody to make their way in this streaming world and so people are going to be jumping on this thinking i'm going to buy beachfront property before it's malibu you know which is obviously like what we've been rolling the dice on for almost three years now at least for me and Mm -hmm. you know and, and we've been basically like trying to get ourselves positioned and comfortable and then just wait for the price of real sea or the price of the land to go up and that's all we've been doing and and that because like let's be real the amount of viewers that mixer has had yesterday before 1 30 p.m um at the time of this recording was never enough to actually support like most of our dreams for most of us like that's just real it was just never enough people we were having to wait for the platform to develop to a place where it could actually actually provide the kind of support and viewership and therefore income and therefore sustainability for us to actually be able to be full-time professional streamers and early that investors. is not 100 percent. so we've been early investors and now there's an entirely new just wave of people that are going to be thinking the same thing and you know as far as we're concerned they're late to the party but they're not really late to the party no. and so it's it is an opportunity for to strike while the iron's hot so then we've got them coming from there so 
coming for brand awareness. We've got people coming for uh, Ninja and we've got people coming because it's an opportunity to strike while the iron's hot. And I think in addition to that, we're going to see people looking at Mixer as a legitimate other option than other streaming platforms. And so before when people would be like, oh, fuck this, I'm leaving and going to Mixer. It was always a joke. Mixer was literally a joke in the other streaming worlds. That's not a thing anymore. That's all of a sudden like, I fuck this, I'm, I'm going to Mixer. And like that could actually be a real thing that we're going to start seeing. People getting like hands up in the air, I'm done with this shit with other, other platforms. Mixer is now an actually li- uh, reliable, actually viable place for them to go. So it's just, it's on so many levels. This is, this is, and I, I really believe this, this is the wave, the big giant freaking tsunami of a wave that we have been patiently wading in the ocean and paddling towards for years. And if we take advantage of it, and we're very well positioned as partners to take advantage of it and rise with the tide, as it were, you know, this could be the beginning of of many of us who've been really diligently working at this to take advantage of this influx of viewership and actually achieve what we've always wanted all along. And Mixer just never had the attention for. So it could be a really giant opportunity. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be a really giant opportunity, so yeah. I'm excited about it. And you can't so, stop now. Those folks so listening, work, so get at it. You know, this is this is this property now. Yeah, I built a beautiful property, and all of a sudden, this typhoon's coming. My beautiful property destroyed. That's what Shaka's telling me. That's all I got from that. <laughs> no, dude, dude, I think you hit it on the point. You said viable yeah. and mixed sure in the same it. sentence, and that's I've been waiting so long to hear that. You know, and yeah, dude. Well, I mean, we never knew where it was going to come from, but we always knew yeah. we were just waiting and hoping and doing everything we can to use the resources that we have and the opportunities that we have to get as good of a foothold as possible. Because now the mountain is raising up out of the ground and it's just crazy, man. Like, like what I mean, like the influx of viewership, the 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 uh, records that are being broken, the attention globally that we're getting in conventional, actual pop culture, real ways, mundane, non-gaming ways. I mean, all the normies know what Mixer is as much as they know what Twitch is because Twitch's number one superstar moved and it's like yeah. a upset. And so everybody's talking about it. It's crazy like this. I mean, who knows what's hap- happening? But I've long said, like, this is the kind of business that doesn't really have a glass ceiling or doesn't. Sorry, not glass ceiling. It doesn't really have a ceiling. Glass ceiling is a completely different term. Sorry, wrong term. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that doesn't really have a ceiling. If you r- play your game, you play your cards right, you know. There's there's so much opportunity in the content creation world, but we've been waiting for Mixer to actually rise up to a place where it can actually support that. And I think this could be it. And I've long said, like, who knows, maybe this is the kind of business where my life could be completely different next year. You know, this time next year, I could be hugely different financially, you know, where I'm living, what I'm up to, the tools I have access to, like, like all that shit could be completely different if you can really take off and explode. And people really do that. You hit a tipping point and then pow, pow, it goes up. Yeah. Um, And so like, I really think that this could be that moment for us. And if we take advantage of it and we are diligent and hardworking and don't give up and continue to invest in all of the same values uh, that got us where we are and are and continue to you know, trim the fat and get rid of bad habits and practices that have been slowing us down and getting in the way of us achieving our dreams. You know, you guys, it's uh, this, this, I mean, it's, it's basically our, I mean, like if anybody can do it, we can do it. That's the situation we're in right now. You know, if, if uh, it's basically ours to screw up, like this is the best opportunity we could possibly have as a content creator in this moment of now. 
for it to be already on Mixer, already entrenched, already with an existing community, already, already at least to some degree known in the community and partners. It's just this is this is this is the gold rush, guys. Here we go. It's on. That's my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's perfect. I, I, I think you said it just right. Yeah. Shaka, you'd be a great football coach. You would. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the thing, you, you're adding to my motivation. You know, I felt motivated. Oh, I felt excited yeah. about this, you know, the past couple of days. And you're adding to my excitement. And I think well, that's you know, one you put good your thing. your business brain on, man. This thing, whew, it's, it's, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. And, and, um, and let, let me just put, let me just kind of put a final punctuation on this. Uh, to, I'm going to talk directly to the people that are currently feeling like he's going to steal all their views or he's going to turn the, 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 the entire place toxic. Like everybody that's feeling like nervous that it's going to screw up what they were trying to create and that he's in, in, somehow encroaching upon their perfect little plan to become a, a successful mixer partner or whatever. Um, like like that you are currently being controlled by your fear my friends um and fear is never a good place to make decisions from it's just not it's just not it's useful it's useful to uh, be aware of when something is dangerous that's what fear is for but just making decisions as a like a channeling to like fear should never take the driver's seat it should be informing you it's one of your advisors the end and you guys are allowing your fear and your sense of scarcity scarcity as in there's not enough for everyone and so i got to because if they get theirs, I can't get mine. Like that is a fundamentally incorrect way to understand this. Just because somebody is following and subscribed to and regularly patronizes Attack Burger or Skyroby or anyone else does not preclude them from doing the same for me or several other people. It is fundamentally misunderstanding the way this ecosystem works to think that, you know, it's like, well, there's only so much pizza. And if someone eats it all, it's gone. So I better eat as many as I can. It's like, this is not what's happening. This is not how it works. And you are allowing your fear to control you. And that never ends well. So I challenge you, my friends, to have a little faith in yourself and to stop letting your fear run your shit because it's not going to point you in the right direction, you guys. It's just not. It's just not. And, and it, if you are feeling like you're not getting successful because someone else is taking what's rightfully yours for some reason you feel is rightfully yours, you are never going to make it anyway. Real talk. Sorry. That's just the truth. You know, if you if that's how your brain works and you're busy, you have to you have to evolve beyond that thinking. I don't mean you never would have made it ever. I mean, continuing to think that way will stop you from making it and you will have to evolve beyond that thinking to make it. I believe anybody can make it. People are pure potentiality. I'm not here to try and discourage anybody at all. But if you continue to let that thinking run you, you will not get what you want. So, you well know, said. pull your heads out of your asses, my friends. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay. is, so yellow swag lit 23. There you go. Booyah. <laughs> Stay in Strike school. Strike while the iron's hot, swag. Strike while the iron's hot. That's right. That's right. Stay in school. Eat your vegetables. All right, friends. So let's move on. The last segment of the show here, which we like to call What's Tickling Your Funny Bits. Each week, we like to discuss any old or new games that are coming out or our backlog or that we're currently playing that are actually tickling our funny bits. In other words, that we're enjoying. Um, Shaka, so um, what games are tickling your funny bits as of late? Uh, kind of an assortment of things. Um, something that I kind of I have a couple games that I always keep installed on my computer that I go back to and I treat as like chill games where it's like, I don't know what I want to play right now. I just want to chill out. Um, and my community likes those things. And so something that's pretty much perpetually uh, something that is tickling my funny bits is uh, Stardew Valley. 
Oh, um, so good. It's such a just peaceful, delightful, lovely thing. Um, so that one's fun. But honestly, like kind of the new contender that's really, you know, that's really sort of got my attention right now is is uh, No Man's Sky again, which is interesting considering that I've kind of come in and out of love with that game. When it first came out, I actually made a video on YouTube shitting all over it because it didn't run right on PC. And uh, I was pissed. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, anyway, uh, and I was I'm not going to I'm not pulling that video down. I was right at that time. Um, you were right. I agree. But anyway, like for those of you that aren't familiar with No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky came out to a lot of, you know, a lot of hate because it had overpromised and hella underdelivered. And it has since overdelivered above and beyond anything that they had ever even talked about doing before. Yeah. Um, and we're yet again about to get yet another update. In fact, an update was just just today confirmed that it's going to be happening in August. And the update this time around, um, there's a bunch of other stuff that's involved in it, and I'm not going to get into the details kind of like holy shit you guys you keep innovating and you're fundamentally changing things from the ground up to be able to allow us to do cool new shit they are bringing to it fully featured hand tracking vr like put you on your freaking your 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 oculus rift get your touch controllers and you are inside the game you can move your i mean like it's the whole thing it is a they've built it from the ground up to be able to do that this time well not from the ground up but they've they've in with this update, they are actually creating a like complete VR experience instead of it being like a little tech demo or sort of tacked on and you have to use a controller and you can just sit in your chair and look around in VR. Sure. But you you're still using a controller. No, it's a full on as though it was made for VR in the first place update. And everybody that I've everything I've read about it, um, it looks like it's this is like it. This is like the kind of VR experience we've long been waiting for. And I'm particularly excited because the game is huge and there's tons of stuff to do and you're essentially never going to run out of stuff to do. And that's a huge problem with VR games because I don't know if you guys are, but those damn games are like three to five hours most of the time if you're lucky. Yeah. So to get a fully featured realized game that allows you to do all the things and has, you know, actual hand tracking integration so that your hands feel like you're in the world and, you know, room scale movement, like that's actually like a essentially as long as you want, but I mean, easily one playthrough could be 50, 60 hours. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. And I just recently got my room set up to be able to have a kind of like L shaped green screen so that I would be able to have uh, VR streaming. And so like just getting that going, people really liked it the first time I did it. I think that's going to become a regular part of my routine and no man's sky coming out with VR soon. I downloaded it again, started a fresh character, and am reacquainting myself with the game. And there's a lot of stuff that I never ne learned about or have done because there's been so many updates. And so I'm just really pumped about that right now. So that's kind of my main one. That sounds awesome. You're right in thinking that, yeah. that when I first saw that game, when it was first coming out, I was like, this, is, this has got to be in VR. This is going to be we the best VR game We all expected it was going to be like the PSVR game. Like that's what we were all thinking at the time. We're like, there's no way that this isn't going to be like the PSVR system killer thing. Because, I mean, remember, this was like Sony was super incestuously involved in the production of it, um, or or at least in some way, because I think they like premiered it at Sony's stage and they seem to have like a relationship with Sony somehow. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so at the, the, at the time, this is years ago, but, you know, people were all like, oh, man, like that's totally a PSVR game. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just you wait. PSVR is going to come out and they're going to be like, and No Man's Sky, the app, the killer app for PSVR. And and it came out and it was not only a not VR killer app, it was just not a killer app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, yeah. It was a very rough launch. I remember that, too. I bought it day oh, one it as brutal, well. Man. It was yeah, horrible. Same. I need a hug after playing a <laughs> game. It is absolutely incredible now. Absolutely it is. It is incredible beautiful. now. It's it was, so good. It was my biggest prize last year. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it down. And if it released in this state, it would have gotten nines. No question. Oh, yeah. It would have been game of the year somewhere. Probably. I mean, and that's not even considering the update that's about to come out. Experiencing recently, this is what I wanted and then some. If it was anything even approaching what it is now, back then, I would have been so happy with it. So it was practically just a tech demo when it first came out with procedurally generated shit. You just kept doing the same dumb thing over and over again. You got to the middle of the universe and it starts the game over. That's the end. It was stupid, <laughs> yeah. you know, but uh, dude, it's, it's so exciting. So, yeah, that's my that's uh, st- uh, No Man's Sky is tickling the funny bits. I like it. I like it. I like it. Burger, what's tickling your funny bits? Well, you remember last week, I pretty much got punched in the funny bits by Marvel and I need a palate cleanse so bad. So. I started with Canis of Hyrule. And if you guys ever played all my favorite games all time, Crypt Neck Dancer is just like that. But it's all Zelda. Necro Dancer? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome Zelda music, style? Nice. But Zelda style. It's like, oh my God, Zelda music. And you're just like going the rhythm, bench round, getting items. It's a great time. And I was like, okay, that is, that's, you know, clean the palette a little more. What else you got? Then I wanted something stupid, dumb, fun. I asked for like one of my community members, like, hey, I want something stupid, dumb, fun. What do you guys got for me? They recommend War Tech Fighters, which is a giant mm. mech game. Already on top of more mechs, guys. I mean, come <laughs> on. So, yeah, it's pretty much... Noticing a pattern here. I love my giant robots, Kay. Can you guys say more? You give me a giant robot that blows up stuff. I'm like, I love you, giant robot dad. <laughs> and... You fly around in space. This is a nice little, like, it was an eight-hour game. And I was like, okay, this is definitely, like, filling it. Because, you, you know, it's kind of like Dynasty Warriors in space a little bit. Just, <gasps> Dynasty Warriors in space is mechs? That sounds awesome. That does sound I mean, kind of cool. A little bit, a little Dude. bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely give it a mess around with. I bought it like, on cheap behind bundle, which is a nice pickup. And, oh, <laughs> I mean, the voice head is not, terrible. The voice head is it's terrible. It's Steam, I'm assuming, right? It's on Steam. Steam and Xbox as well. Gotcha. So... Pick it up if you guys want to. And then I decided to have one final palate cleanser with some Final Fantasy XIV. I'm loving that game. I can finally be a cat person that punches things. I am like, yes, sold. <laughs> if you guys haven't played this game yet, give this game a try. There's this new Spanish pack a while ago, and it's pretty fun. I love it. Definitely a fun adventure. And a funny story about that. Uh, I was playing with one of my mods, uh, Foxy Poison. Shout out to that guy. And uh, he was playing his wonderful girl character. And he accidentally catfished someone. So someone was giving him like high level loot stuff and he was selling it off because they thought like he was a girl. So moral story is Oh that's so funny. That's yeah, play a girl character. Yeah. yeah. That is like, not the first time I've heard a story like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, dude, that guy is thirsty as hell. Give me high level stuff. I don't know why. Like wrong with it. Catfish. My, you know, you don't remember on oh, on um, early like vanilla WoW and uh, 
back before they had some of the more convenient modern ways to tra traverse the ginormous map, it was not uncommon for people to use the like the the underground subway systemy thing. Mm -hmm. Um and and so that it's funny because I had I heard several stories from my friend who had a female character who was a guy like my friend's a guy and uh, um, but his character was female and he would get hit on on the train <laughs> like regularly. <laughs> it's like New York City for a guy. I know, That's dude. It's terrible. like real freaking life. <laughs> it's like, hey, how's it going? It's like, it's like, shit like, like that for real, right. for real. Look, yo, you want to party up? <laughs> it's just like oh my god get out of here can i have your digits <laughs> uh, but sky what is tickling your funny bits um this week i started playing wolfenstein youngblood mm -hmm. so i'm having a good time with that we're about three hours into it i've been co-streaming with dr level up uh we we do that once a week to kind of yep. nice you, you know to play kind of a co-op game um it's it's interesting we actually at a few points had to turn down the difficulty so it got it got pretty difficult at some points i've noticed that the bosses aren't all like it has rpg aspects so you can level your character you can do different attributes you can gear them towards you know more health more armor you can choose their weapons their throwing weapons so it is just it does have some rpg aspects to it and we're kind of finding that we do need to somewhat level up because if we don't, we're running into beating some of the bosses. So we actually had to tune down the difficulty on a few of the bosses because it's getting pretty challenging. Bummer. So, I'd also yeah. heard that there's like weird repetitive quests and you've got supposedly like dailies and shit and dailies yeah. and things respawn too. Like we, we ended up um, dying, not really dying because you can you can save your life basically it's just kind of weird if you're both down and the timer goes away, but you kind of recover life and you bounce back up real quick and you get so much of that. But we noticed that we kind of got a little lost in the map. So we ended up kind of circling back in one area and everything had respawned. And we were like, wow, that was, that's you, you, um, yeah, yeah, I know. So it's not the typical Wolfenstein game. Um, the characters, uh, Sophie and, oh gosh, is it Jess? I think it's Jess. Um, it's they're Jess. really funny because they act like, kind of older teenagers that have been raised on a farm, but their dad is, you know, BJ Blaskowitz. Yeah. <laughs> so we teach them how to like, hunt rattlesnakes with their hands and stuff like that. So it's awesome. Um, so like, how do they make sense of him being able to raise them? Because at the end of the first game, he dies. Spoilers! <laughs> so yeah. it's the, that game is so old. If you haven't, if you actually give yeah. a shit about the spoilers, then you would have already found out. I do not feel yeah. bad about that. So... <laughs> Yeah, you're so sick. he's he's around, kind of. <laughs> um, but the the you know it has a bunch of flashbacks and stuff, so it does go through some of that. Um, I don't find the graphics particularly beautiful. They oh, seem because the other games were beautiful. Oh yeah, this one seems plain. It's still good. It just seems a little plain to me. Um, the the gameplay is pretty good. It's pretty fast. It's playing pretty speedy, almost like Doom fast. Like oh, I am moving I around like super fast. And it took me about an hour to get adjusted to it, and but I did. Um, so as, as I'm playing that, uh, more Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh my gosh, this game could potentially be game of the year. It's 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 just so much there, so so deep. The story's so good. The character, you know, development is so good. Um, and then of course I'm playing a mobile game, so don't make fun of me. Um, I'm still playing Lego Freaking Tower. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if there's not buttons, it ain't a video game. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. Well, well. I, no, I heard it on another podcast. I was like, that's kind of fun. 
And then I started playing it. Now I'm addicted to it. And I oh, see it dollars on it. So that's fine. <gasps> Skyrim. I mean, I've put at least 10 hours into it and I've spent eight bucks. I'm good. <gasps> yeah, it's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's whatever you want. To do I, I, I judge money investment to time spent uh, the same way that I judge money investment to time spent. Or I judge money investment to time spent. That ratio in video games, I judge it the same way that I do with. And if I'm comfortable spending ten to fifteen dollars for two to three hours of fun, you know, as far as I'm concerned, ten bucks for an hour or two, you know, like I'm perfectly comfortable. So, yeah. you know, if I get twelve hours out of a game and I bought sit bought it for sixty bucks, that's sixty bucks well spent, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. One hundred percent, I agree. And I'm just happy, you know, people are happy at whatever they want to, play, you know. So totally, nice. yeah, right on. So, my friends, it's a great time to be a gamer. I feel, and we're fixing to hit a pretty busy, be- pretty busy season. Facts. Yeah. Oh, yes. True. So my my advice right now is whatever's tickling your funny bits, you need to clear your backlogs pretty quick and prepare for that September and October because it's going to be really big. Gonna get real. Well, friends, that does it for our time this week on the Arcade Raiders podcast. Remember, our goal here for this particular podcast is to deliver kind of our silly, unique perspective on the video game world, what we're playing, and of course, random musings and discussions. This is the time in any podcast where we sell out. So we're going to let the good folks of the interwebs know where we can find each other. And we'll start with you, Shaka Panda. Where can we find you? Well, you can find me on Mixer.com forward slash Shaka Panda. I'm Shaka Panda on Instagram, Snapchat, and on YouTube. You can find me under Shaka Plays as well on Facebook. Same thing. And then, of course, you can go to ShakaPanda.com to get all that and more. Including his podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, of course. Then, sorry, I'm used to plugging myself on my own podcast. And so it's redundant to plug the podcast <laughs> sorry um, yes uh yeah so we do a podcast that's basically a um, creative conversation deep dive into content creation of all kinds um obviously with an emphasis on streaming um and it's uh, my my friend ben burns and i ben of course of abstract music and just a savage music producer live streamer uh just an awesome guy uh lots of really fascinating insight uh video game developer as well so we fit together like uh puzzle pieces i've got uh, a lot of experience and expertise in some things and he has a lot of experience and expertise in other things and uh they're in different things often and uh, so we really come together to be a bit of a powerhouse of interesting things to say and have a really fun time and often get into deep, geeky discussions uh, regarding content creation. For example, last week we talked all about uh, monetizing your podcast and got deep into real talk about, you know, all kinds of stuff. When it, you know, the stigma of talking about money in podcast or in, in gaming. Uh, so sorry, the, the money side of content creation, the stigma of talking about it, you know, different income streams you can have best practices to protect yourself from getting caught from your, with your pants down, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so we get, we get, we dig deep. So if you're a content creator and you would like to, uh, you know, dig deep and maybe get some good advice or ideas or, or uh, if you've got topics you'd like for us to cover or something, Shaka and pals.com. That's S H A K K A and pals.com. Uh, or just search that same thing anywhere podcasts are available, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, all that stuff. We are everywhere. Perfect. Perfect. Burger, sell out, man. I'm sorry. I'm shaking my fist at Ben Burns for playing Color Jumper. But uh, you guys can find me at mixer.com slash tapper. I play lots of different games. You guys know me as pretty much the most random fries of all time. You can find me on Twitter at Tapper somewhere. You can I'm posting here more regularly now, I guess. More than last time. And you can find me on Instagram.com. I say I tapper as well. You can see pictures of my beautiful cat, the good old jerk cat. Y'all love that cat. That cat's amazing. I love him. Jerk cat. Hey guys, I'm Sky Roby. You can find me again streaming several times a week on 
facebook.com slash skyroby on instagram and twitter as a mr skyroby and folks that does it thanks for sticking around to the end of this f this episode if you enjoyed the show please show us some love give us some feedback give us some comments we'd love to hear and until next time enjoy your games and we'll see you next week <laughs>